Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections Podcast. I'm your friend, Ruth Adams. I'm so glad that you're joining me for this episode where we will continue on going through the Word Study Scripture Writing Journal for Ladies, Volume 2. The topic this week is patience. If you're following along in the journal, I'm on page 61. If you don't have a copy of the journal, you can find one at Amazon or through my website, LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com. We're going to start today with a quote from Frances Ridley Havergal. She said, In perplexities, when we cannot tell what to do, when we cannot understand what is going on around us, let us be calmed and steadied and made patient by the thought that what is hidden from us is not hidden from him. Oh, ladies, doesn't it seem like life is a series of waiting on this or that? I can look back over my life and just, it seems like just a series of waiting for this, then waiting for this, then waiting for this, you know, just year by year by year. It's just It seems like we're always waiting on something. The Lord wants us to wait upon Him and to look to Him and to humbly see our need for Him. And maybe that's why He has us to wait as a lifestyle. You know, I think when I was younger, I just kind of thought like, well, I'm in a season of really having to wait for answers or wait for direction from the Lord. But now at the age I am, I'm like, well, haven't I been in a season of waiting just like most of my life? (laughs) I mean, seriously, when I was young, I was waiting for a husband. And then we got married and it's like, well, we're waiting to buy our first house. And then we started having a family and then I was waiting until we would start homeschooling and we've had many moves and waiting for houses to sell and waiting for direction on this or that or so many decisions. Life just seems to be a series of decisions and oftentimes those decisions take time to hear from the Lord and to see his direction. And so Frances Ridley Havergal in this quote says in perplexities when we cannot tell what to do. That's just the problem, isn't it? A lot of times we just don't know what to do. When we cannot understand what is going on around us, a lot of times life throws circumstances at us that we just don't understand. And the Lord says, trust me. So she said, let us be calmed and steadied and made patient by the thought that what is hidden from us is not hidden from him. A lot of times we can't see what is going on or the reason for it or what the outcome will be. And a lot of times we don't like those unanswered questions. We don't like those uncertainties. A lot of times we want everything mapped out and clear and we want to know how we're going to get from point A to B. And the time it's going to take and to be able to put everything out on our planners and and just kind of feel like we have control. But that isn't how God often works with us. He wants us to walk in humility. He wants us to look to him. You know, even that idea of looking to him for our daily bread 
You know, he wants to meet our needs daily. He gives us the grace for each day, but he doesn't always tell us what the future holds. And so we can be encouraged when we remember that even if things are hidden from us, they are not hidden from him. He knows the beginning and the end. He knows in everything in between. He knows his plan, his good and perfect plan for those who love him. And so we can be encouraged just to know that we can rest in him. We can trust him. We can know that he will show us exactly the right steps to take at the right time. And if he hasn't revealed something, we can know that he will in his perfect timing. And as we wait upon him, he's growing the fruit of patience in our lives. There's an old hymn called Have Thine Own Way, Lord. It says, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Have Thine Own Way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will while I am waiting, yielded and still. So a lot of times when we are waiting with questions, we're waiting with desires, you know, things that we want to see happen, but they're not happening. We're waiting. Well, God is the potter and we're the clay. And he's molding us and making us after his will. And as we wait upon him and we're yielded and we're still, he's building patience. He's building the fruit of the spirit. He's increasing our faith as we trust in him and we watch him work in our lives and his sovereignty. And then we have the great joy of when he does answer those prayers and he does give us clear direction. And we know it's so evident that it's from him. It builds our faith. So I'm encouraging you today to trust in the Lord with all your heart, to lean not on your own understanding in all your ways to acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And through this process, we have opportunity to grow the fruit of the Spirit, for God to grow it in us. Again, we don't grow it ourselves. The Lord develops this through us, the fruit of patience in our lives. If you have the scripture writing journal, I invite you to turn to page 66, which is one of the scripture writing passages for this particular week. And the passage to write down is James 5, 7 through 8. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it, until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. As I'm recording this, I am in Holmes County, Ohio, a very agrarian part of the country. It is beautiful. It's very hilly. The roads are curvy and hilly. There's beautiful barns, old, old barns, old homesteads and farmhouses and silos. The community is very agrarian. So very, you know, um, based upon the seasons. And right now, 
people are preparing for gardening. They're preparing their fields. I saw some workhorses plowing up a huge plot of garden today. And people are getting those, those gardens ready, plowing them up, preparing them to plant the seed. Now the growing season here in Ohio is quite short. And so um, in God really waters this area of the country um, differently than the more drought kind of area where I live in Texas. Um, but so we don't get the rains in Texas like Ohio gets in the spring and summer. They don't even in Ohio, they don't even have to water their their crops and their flowers and such very often because they have frequent showers. And sometimes times those showers just kind of come and they're gone very quickly. Sometimes when I've been here in the summer, it might feel warm in the morning and then a shower comes and then it's cooler after the shower. This is a very fertile area of the country where the, um, the crops and the gardens grow very well. Flowers that struggle back in Texas, um, when I try to plant them, here they just flourish beautifully and they just look like luscious bushes. I mean, it, there's just a big, big difference in the, the Texas heat and the drought that we're prone to in Texas and the way that this short growing season here in Ohio works. And since we have a vacation house here that is a little business, we rent it out to people throughout the year as they want to come and see Ohio's Amish country. And then we come a few times a year and enjoy it ourselves. But as I've come in different seasons, it's a very seasonal community. And you know, they, they get all the seasons here and all the seasons are so beautiful. But the, the spring and summer is a very short, growing season, very focused on preparing the ground and growing the crops and harvesting. And you see a lot of corn crops and harvesting hay and many, many smaller gardens in people's yards. And people, it's hard to explain. I've had to learn about it as I've come through the years and seen these different seasons. But you know, at certain times of the year, it's like everybody's focused on um, mowing down the, the hay. And you see these big, big hay bells that are kind of like wrapped up in this white plastic. And my children, when they were little, would call them marshmallows because they look like these gigantic marshmallows. <laughs> and at certain times, you see everybody's cutting the corn down. And at certain times, peaches are advertised everywhere because it's the time in the summer where everybody's putting up and canning peaches. But it's a very seasonal, like there's just certain things that are being harvested at different times. And there's a certain season for planting, for growing, for harvesting, for putting up the food, all of that kind of thing. It's a beautiful cycle to watch, really. And then when you come in the winter, it's more of a um, more of a resting season for the land. And the people around here are focused more on 
indoor activities and projects, quilting and spring cleaning and things in the house. And so this verse says the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So the farmer plants the seed and the farmer is watching, you know, watching for that seed to sprout, watching it grow and just waiting to harvest it. Well, we're to be patient, just like a farmer is patient for its seed to grow, patient to not cut it down before the right time. And we're to be patient and watching and waiting for the Lord because his coming is at hand. And we can be patient in waiting for him to answer our prayers and to give us guidance and leading and to work things out that we're asking him to to work out in our lives. So when we look at the Greek word for patient and its meaning, it's to be long-spirited, forbearing, patient, bear long, to bear long. Sometimes we have to bear very long with uncertainties and with situations and circumstances the Lord allows in our lives to bear long, to be long-suffering, to have patience and patiently endure. We have to endure Sometimes we just think, Lord, I just, I've been praying for so long and I've been asking you for direction. I've been asking you for wisdom. I'm just not hearing anything or I'm in this circumstance and Lord, I just want this to be over. I just want to know what we're going to do and just move forward. But the Lord asks us to patiently endure. And so um, I hope that imagery is helpful just to think about the farmer and how he waits patiently for the crop, for the harvest. And there's things that God is calling us to wait patiently for and to watch with faith and to watch with expectation, but to forbear, to bear long, and to endure, to endure under until he lifts the burden or he gives the direction, or he gives the deliverance. You know, people have often told me that I must be a naturally patient person because I have seven children in homeschool. I've also been told that I'm crazy for those same reasons. And my response is that I am no more patient than anyone else, but that God is growing patience in me through my seven children in homeschooling. You know, another thing that um, people will say is um, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. But I kind of say it a little differently. God doesn't give us more than he can handle through us. Because sometimes I'm pretty convinced that I have more than I can handle. I know that I do. But it's not more than God by his grace can handle through me. So it's not, you know, we can't look at our own limitations and just say, there's no way. We have to know that it is God working in and through us and that he is able to do 
immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. And it is him working through us. So he wants to use the challenges in mothering to sanctify our character. He also wants to use the challenges in marriage to sanctify our character and in singleness to sanctify our character, whatever the season, whatever the circumstance. He is using it to grow us and to draw us closer to himself. He uses the struggles between siblings for that same purpose. You know, when siblings are having discord and trouble getting along, he also wants them to grow and to learn to be like Christ. So whatever our season of life, there will always be people who rub us the wrong way. There will always be irritations, things that slow us down. But all of these relationships present an opportunity for our character to be refined and for the Lord to further develop his patience in our lives. So instead of reacting in annoyance, let's seek to seize the opportunity to grow and to cooperate with God's pruning of the selfish places in our hearts. The Lord is seeking to grow his fruit through us. And as we patiently endure under challenging circumstances, then he develops his fruit in us. Let's trust in him, not in ourselves, but as we yield ourselves and we surrender to his will, we will grow in this fruit of patience. I hope that that is a blessing to you today. I would love to connect with you. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on my website, LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com, on Facebook at Ruth L. Adams. Um, You can leave comments and star ratings on iTunes. But I would love to connect with you. And I would love it if you would share the podcast with others so others can also hear about it. May the Lord be with you this week. May his favor rest upon you. And I'll look forward to talking with you next time. God bless you.